This is the Unshackled Podcast. Hi, I'm Hassan Dentata, co-founder and CEO of Raven and Macau. Hey, I'm Latimwa Olubinga. And I'm Ahmed Idris. Binga and I are co-founders of Steam Ledge Limited. Yes, they are. And this is the Unshackled Podcast. The Unshackled Podcast is where we reflect, express, share our stories and experiences as we journey through the path to self-discovery as young entrepreneurs. And we hope these conversations encourage young aspiring entrepreneurs to take the bull by the horn and get to work. We're so glad to have you here. Now let's begin. How are you feeling, guys? I'm feeling so good to be back. You know, like it's, yeah, really, it's, it's been a while and i um, so happy that, yeah. um, that we're recording again. Yeah, I, I, it feels like the first time again. It feels like a year we've been here. Yeah. Uh, I think it's how many weeks? It's four weeks, roughly. Four that. Good weeks. Actually, since we last released, it was probably like six weeks, <laughs> which is kind of bad. It's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. But six you know, weeks. there's, uh, we have a lot of excuses. I know excuses are not usually good. You know, there was nothing we could have done. No, so, going forward, definitely, um, we're back bigger and better. <laughs> I know we keep saying this. I just feel like <laughs> we, well, we just, are actually back bigger like, and better, right? Yeah, I know, but mm-hmm. like we keep making promises. I think you know this time we're just gonna show it instead of just Say, talking about it. Yeah. Anyway, you know, I'm really excited that we took a bit of time out because which means there's a lot of gist to catch up on. Definitely. So like that means we have a lot of topics to, to you know to discuss a lot of. Um, things have happened around the world, in the tech world, in um, our lives that we can really share with our listeners. Yeah. And um, I think it's it's really a very good time to be back, you know? Absolutely. Like, um, with the, my main most interesting thing is like at least um, there's some positive news on COVID vaccine and all that. Yeah, so, I saw it yesterday, uh, over yeah, 90%. So. But, you know, they're saying there's still, there's still some skepticism in it. Yeah. And they're saying that it's still going to take Longer than people expect. So that, that's the yeah, vaccine. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. this is still the best news to come out since COVID started. 100%. Even so, like I um, it's, it's like something to look forward to. Even though it's going to take a bit longer, you know, than we think. But you know, it got me psyched that like that means there's hope for 2021. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even um, today I saw the news and it was like um, because of the news for the vaccine, the oil prices yeah. went up. A whole lot happened in the, the stock market and um, other markets. So I think that's a positive news. Definitely. Yeah. So guys, we've kind of changed the structure of um, of the podcast. We'll just start by summarizing just a few industry news. You know, news that we pick up here and there and we find interesting and we think you, you'll find it interesting too. And then we'll just move on to discussing what has gone on with us and business in general, like we do, or the topic of the podcast. The topic of the podcast today is about gratitude, but first we'll just start with a few yeah. interesting news. Uh, one of the news I came across a few days ago is about Elon Musk, the Starlink satellites that he's trying to put in space. Yeah, that's mad. It's huge. <laughs> when I read it, I'm like, can this guy ever stop? <laughs> Yeah, it's like, you know, once you reach a certain kind of level at your entrepreneurial journey, it's very, very difficult to stop at just doing one thing. You know, it gets very boring. And then you just itch for new projects. New, and yes. I think that's what's you Yeah, know, you, you build and you leave for that to manage, then you create new, you create new break new grounds. New exactly. Yeah. And this one is quite interesting because... It really got my attention and I started doing some research into it. And I found out that the satellite that we currently, it's not like it's not, you know, invented or it's anything new. You know, we've had it for a long time. And what we currently have, you know, is like, it's, it's 22,000 feet, like, outside of, of the universe. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's quite far, which makes it very, very slow and unreliable. Mm-hmm. Though people in, like, with no internet access or outside the cities, are still kind of using it, right? But what he's trying to do is put 
satellites, 42,000 42, satellites. 42,000, that is over <laughs> By the end of it, he's trying yeah. to put 42,000 satellites in yeah. space. And within just 300 to 400 meters, you know, that's like extremely close to Earth. Yeah. yeah. And I saw some images of how they predicted to look and everything. Yeah. And, it, you know, at night, it's just going to be like a lot of stars discovering. Yeah. And I find that interesting, but also a bit disturbing <laughs> because I've been seeing all the conspiracy theories as well you yeah, know like you on, could, on that yeah they could easily monitor the whole world they could you know it could be a lot of things yeah and you know there's there's the risk of them clashing as well and when they clash and create like a certain effect the atmosphere will have this gas I can't really remember the facts yeah but, like, but you know it's, it can be dangerous but no. you know they're seeing they're working on making sure that it doesn't happen and then there's also the issue of space exploration that they're doing, you know. Uh, it's going to be very, very difficult for astronomers to be looking because of how bright the satellites are. Yeah. So it's going to be very difficult for them to actually look into space like at those times. But, you know, they're saying they'll make it dark and everything. So all those concerns. You know, in as much as, um, you know, sometimes technology excites me, I look at it as well from your fears as well. Mm. There are always hazards that, that come with every launch. You saw the uh, conspiracy theory on 5G and yeah. this and that. You know, this 42,000 satellites, it's 15 times the number of satellites that are operational right now. Yes. Exactly. So if we had that, then now you are multiplying the and number of satellites yeah. by 15. That's not where it, where it even stops. The scary thing is there are other companies like Amazon and, you know, other Chinese companies that are doing the same thing. They want to put satellites at that level. So by the end of it, it's going to be like hundreds of thousands of satellites very close to Earth. And they'll just be, if anything, like, you know, happens to it or they start. Uh, and they have a lifespan of five years. So actually when, when they finish, they come back down to Earth and they get destroyed. That's how... It's not like there forever. Yeah. So they they they'll keep uh, destroying and, and putting new ones. Putting, yeah. But you know, like I just think that's that's quite very risky. Well, 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 for me, you know, I'm just the kid in this group. Like I'm just excited. <laughs> that's all. Like yeah, I mean, I'm excited too. Like but, you like know, before you have the to... first, uh, I'm sure there's a conspiracy before they shoot the first satellite up. That is going to maybe like, in, maybe like in twenty it, years we're gonna be looking having back at this back podcast. I mean, <laughs> like we're, we're such idiots. People <laughs> <laughs> exactly. that didn't believe in phone. <laughs> that was oh, how the internet. Oh, internet. Oh, that was how the internet came oh. in the nineties, right? Yeah. So a lot of people didn't. Yeah. They, they, they just thought, you know. It's just something that... Like, how could you link a, a computer in the U.S. down to a computer in somewhere in Africa yeah. and the whole computers in the whole world is going to be linked? Like, do you know that sounds crazy? <laughs> Damn. But you know, like, I'm, I'm excited also because of the prospects because they said that that internet is going to be affordable. By affordable, I don't know what kind of affordable... $100 a month, 99 a month, that's what I saw. But that's for the first day, so I'm guessing yeah. it's going to come down. Yes, it's going to come down for now in Canada and the United States. Yeah, yes. because they've already yes. sent some. They have yes, like 200 um, in space. Yes, you, right? you will pay 499 upfront to get the hardware mm. and then be paying 99 per month. Which is okay considering how much people pay for the internet services. So, I remember, you know, that we... Even though we didn't really used to pay that much for broadband, but you know it was close to it. If you add up, it was never close. If, I, if, I pay like fifteen a month, bro. <laughs> no, I'm talking about like in first world and yeah, in first world I paid like fifteen a month. pounds a month. Wow, that's quite cheap. Like seriously, I think and that was even including TV or something. That's quite cheap. Or like phone, yeah. I think if so. you have like a big family plan, I think that's when. But even okay, that, it doesn't. It plan. never. Uh, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But even that, it never really gets up to ninety nine. Yeah, but guys, have you thought about this? Um, let's come back home. Mm. How is that going to? Uh, how is competition going to be, or what's going to happen to our own service providers? In the and like I said, what I was actually very excited was. Internet is going to be five times faster than the fastest fiber 
broadband. broadband. So that internet will be extremely fast. I think it's good for businesses. It's Even though you businesses. know some some. I think our providers will be fine. They will just have to be creative and come up with. No, I think there will be a whole yeah, lot of partnerships. Fine. There will be partnerships, and then I'm sure Starlink is not going to sell to individual individuals. No, every yeah, single yeah, yeah, yeah. They are going to be. They don't have that distribution. No, they don't have that distribution. with all these big Yeah, yeah. Yes, anyway. yes, because it's also that is also going to be coming on a particular band. Yeah, you and understand? you know, it's not actually they they don't they don't actually they're not trying to appeal to. I heard one of the interviews with Elon Musk. They're not actually trying to appeal to everyone. You know, okay. they're just trying to appeal to the people that don't currently have access to internet. So uh-huh. us in the city, we're actually, but even though you can still get it if you want, but we're not the main target, target audience. audience okay. You know. So that means we are looking at a globalized, fully good. There is nothing like rural. You, you're, in, you're in a ocean. ocean. Yeah, you're in the middle yeah of it's, it's just like the satellite phone. You can. So I think it's just uh, the concept yeah. of the satellite phone, either on the sea, wherever you are. It already exists. It's not like yeah, it yeah, exist. yeah. It's yes, but like now it's, it's going to be fast commercial. It's going to be commercial and, and maybe affordable. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, it's quite exciting. It's, 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 exciting. It's, it's, I'm really exciting. looking forward to how it all turns out. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, moving uh, on. We didn't talk about the numbers. <laughs> How much, you know, they're going to be making within like the five years. I saw it was like something like 50 billion per annum. 50 billion dollars or I something. I think it's going to be more. That's just like a net profit. A net profit. Yeah, oh that's just gosh. their prediction. You know, and then that, they're going to use that to fund all their other projects. Oh, no, no, like, okay. you know, the Mars uh, exploration, the SpaceX yeah, kind of, oh they're gonna God. use it to fund all their portfolio. This guy is super crazy. How can you just come up with something that would make you 50 billion a year? <laughs> it's crazy. And it all comes down to thinking from the first principle. First principle. Seriously, that's why all these things are. He doesn't happening. care that it's never been no, no, done. No, I, I he think, doesn't care that this is not I think, the way, I think, know, he's so, just thinking I, I of think, how can I do it? Yeah, exactly. I, I think entrepreneurship is also, um, there, there is something you call growth in your entrepreneurial journey. Mm. And that brings me, and growth is not about how much experience you've gotten being an entrepreneur. Growth is actually what is consistently changing within you. You understand? Because, um, look at where it started from. Amazon is also getting crazier by the day. Mm. And I think the more you, if you are someone that disrupts, uh, it's not like you just wake up and start disrupting. You grow into it. That, that's what I noticed from, these guys and I think Elon Musk at least 10 years ago he wouldn't have been bolder that were like it's just he like wouldn't this. have been able able to even if he wanted to yeah. he didn't have the you know funding let's be honest it's a big um, kind yeah. of part of you know that <laughs> being able to do crazy and bold things yeah, yeah. because no one no one will support you if you go to the bank like you want to do this crazy uh, yeah, you know, I, idea of you know, just look I, at I think that's no, growth. That's never been done. <laughs> we might lose your body, but yeah, you know, if it works, I, 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 I think that's growth. It's just like a child, you know, swimming in a shallow um, swimming pool. Mm. Then gradually you introduce him to the deeper part of the pool. So it's like, oh, I jumped, nothing happened. Oh, I jumped, I only hit my head on and the, I learned from and it. I learned from it. So I know how to jump in shallow waters. I move into the deep part. Oh, I jumped, I made a mistake. Mm. So it's like you every day they saw like waking up is a challenge. You wake up to challenges every day. So it's they've gotten to that maturity and mindset that anything can be done. But before you can get there, you have to, you cannot skip the process. Impossible. Impossible. So trust the process. Trust the process. (laughs) Exactly. The Unshackled Podcast. All right, moving on. I think my big news that I found really interesting in this whole period, I think is the one that a lot of people know. You know, it's the biggest exit ever in the Nigerian tech space. You know, yes. that's the pace tag deal with Stripe, you know. They exited for over $200 million for a company that is just four years old. Mm. You know, like, that is really, really huge. Yeah. You know, they built the company from the ground up. Like, we're building ours from the ground up, like a lot of people are doing. And they're able to exit, you know. In, in They only got on Y Combinator in 2016. And now, you know, they've um, been acquired by Stripe. 
Yeah. You know, Stripe is a, it's a, fintech, global, it's a like, global fintech company fintech. that is valued at $36 billion. Yeah. You know, and they bought, um, they acquired Paystack Nigeria so that they expand into other African markets. You know, on um, Paystack, you know, if you look at the numbers in Paystack, you know, they, um, they did really well. The technology is good, but it's something that is very, very achievable. You know, they have a customer base of just about 60,000 subscribers mm. in a population in Nigeria of more than 200 million people. For yeah, you yeah, to yeah. have only 60,000 is such that's a small, it's such a small, small number. It's such a that's small that's, number. You know, but they made the process so efficient, so, so efficient. And now there is no single tech company that is as valuable as Paystack in Nigeria Definitely. right now. What does that tell us? Um, what I lesson? think Jumia at one point it was, it was, um, uh, at one point, I'm not sure now, it was valued at about two point something billion dollars. Yeah, but um, um, Juma is not even a Nigerian company. Yeah. Yeah, Juma is a South African company. Yeah, it's owned by MTN you, now. You, you, know, you know, like, yeah. um, it is. And then uh, Jumia. And it's not from, it wasn't built from the ground up. It wasn't built from you know, the ground up. Just like and then Jumia like is in the stock market. They've actually done an IPO. Yeah, yeah. So a valuation of a company that have done IPO. Yeah, you it know, it's, really. you know, you can't match it with a startup True. that just started four years ago. Oh, that, yeah. in fact, this is their, they only did a few rounds of funding, really. Yeah. Like, they've not risked anywhere near an IPO or anything like that. Yeah. So, right now, you know, there's a lot of excitement in the tech space that, wow, if these guys can do it, then we can definitely do it. And um, all of us know how difficult it is to really build a company from a ground up in Nigeria because of a lot of, you know, constraints, a lot of things that hold you back, a lot of policies that get, that goes against you. Now we just finished talking about internet. Internet is one of the things that would even frustrate you. I mean, the, basics. Like, like, basics. so electricity, basic. Electricity, like, um, and all that, you and know. And how so can like, you run a tech company without those two vital things? It's, it's virtually impossible. And then we still try and do it, you know. Yes. And, but it's, it's very, because very Because Paystack did it. Yeah, yes. yes. I can remember I mean, when discussing with Amal Hassan, the CEO of Outsource Global. And she said, you know, she had like four different giant internet providers so that her internet doesn't go down. Mm. She has the main one, she has that one, she has that one, she has her own visa. You know, imagine the amount of capital investment. If she doesn't have that money, what would that mean for her business? That means it wouldn't work. Definitely. So like, there are a lot of things that hold you back. That's such a point of um, inspiration that um, these guys did it in four years. I'm sure their journey didn't start four years ago. Yeah. I'm No, no, I, I, I think they started around... That, 20, I, I still read something that. about them around 2012, 2013. Yeah, long before yeah, that. Yeah, long before yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, before yeah, that. Yeah, they got into Y Combinator yeah. in 2016. Yeah. Right, in 2020. Yeah. That's when they actually... Actually, like, um, gained traction. Uh, like, gained gain, gain traction and became really serious. I think what happened to them, like you said, it gives hope to a lot of entrepreneurs. It's almost like every tech entrepreneur's dream to reach that stage where their company is valued at this stage and someone is trying to buy it. Yeah. You know, like obviously, you know, different kind of entrepreneurs. Some yeah. people would just want to sell their businesses after they've built it to go on and move on to uh, something else. Business. Yeah. But some people would just, you know, stick to it and see how far it can, yeah, grow, it can yeah. grow because if it can be valued at this now, then how much would it be valued at in five years? Yeah. They rather, you know, just take just that journey out. further yeah. and, and continue. But I think it's a massive, massive, massive inspiration mm. for, for a lot of companies. Yeah, like and also, us, you know, in Africa, in Nigeria. Mm. It really inspired me in what focus can do. I had some conversation and someone was, uh, someone mentioned, ah, you can build, why not, do, let's just keep building products and all of that. I said, building product without focus. You understand? You build something, do you really believe in your product? If you believe in your product, that particular product, the chances that it will make it up, and there are also chances that it might not make it beyond, but every time you iterate, you get to get better on that product. You get to share the way things that might draw it back. So it's like you're in the right industry, but you need to find your path to accelerate that product in that industry. Definitely. And you know, a lot of people, I get a lot of questions, you know, 
Why are you doing? Why is Raven and Macau only doing uh, opticals? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, to a lot of people, it doesn't make sense because you know there's a lot of other bigger industries that you can go in. There's a lot of other jobs that you know you just you turn away because you you want to focus in just this thing. And the simple answer is always without this focus and vision, then you just be. You don't have direction to grow, like you said. You know, to perfect your business, yeah, you have to. You 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 reach a certain level before you can even start considering other kind of yeah you know avenue. Yeah, it's just like um you uh, expending your energy in in five different ways instead mm-hmm. of building the foundation for one that springs you up, then mm-hmm. you can start gradually you know springing up other products other. Um, service areas definitely yeah we, we, we will keep working hard to surpass that that marriage uh, definitely like, we'll uh, be the the trio to yeah I'm really <laughs> I'm really excited it it, it, it uh, give me a lot of belief to know that we're Same. on the right track definitely so like um, kudos to Paystack and congratulations to all those that are involved you know the mm-hmm. co-founders the that were behind it, the workforce, uh, yeah. and everybody. So, like, um, job well done. I actually didn't know this till, um, you know, quite recently, but apparently, before they sold it, I think one or two years, Stripe actually was very involved in the business oh, before okay. they even acquired them. Oh, you know, yes, just yes. a few years before, they, they were giving them a lot of. Um, insights, insights of how to grow the business. Yes, yes exactly. You know, they just analyzing them. And, so, you know, and then they, they, yes. they saw the potential and that's when they, they moved ahead to acquire yeah, them. But ahead. they've been giving them tips. But that means they've been tailoring, the they, they, they tailored. A lot of the, you know, why you see Paystack in terms of UI, UX and, you know, all those standards is because of the tips, tips they've been got getting from, from Stripe. From Stripe. Right. Check out. Stripe only got, um, last year, themselves raised $600 million in funding. At a thirty-six billion dollar valuation, that's why they were able to actually acquire Stripe. Yeah, and I see that now. Currently, Stripe has about two billion dollars in liquid cash. Wow! You know, and then the others in stock and whatever that reaches the thirty-six billion dollar valuation, and they have been directly mentoring Paystack. You know, that's why it's really good for for you to go out there sometimes, not because. To even give out percentages of your business for that direct mentorship. Very, because very important. What helped Paystack was that move that they made to go to Y Combinator. And they met a lot of people and they were able to involve. And I saw one of the early pitches um, video and they always describe it. It's like, they'll say it's like Paystack, you know, but for African market. Okay. That's how they sold it. <laughs> yeah. And there's this Twitter thread now. If anybody wants to exp- explain to you, he'll be like, it's like Paystack. But for, <laughs> but for you now say it's something. Yeah. You know, when, um, and now it's Paystack. <laughs> now it's Paystack. A lot of people yeah. were discussing about, oh, they want to move to another country because of the poor conditions. Someone say like, <laughs> Like he has a, an app, it's like Paystack, but for Jackpa. You know, Jackpa is Jackpa. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I built a website and everything for it. I know he was joking, but it was really funny. I found it hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, so I yeah. think uh, moving on now, Mr. G, what did you find? Uh, which which news well, got your attention? Well, it's just a political hula baloo that has been going on in, and uh, that's the U.S. politics. And that has really taken attention of almost the whole world. Uh, All eyes has been on America, on the elections, you know, the frenzy around the elections and even especially the um, accusations and counter accusations before, during election and even up till now. Um, we've, we've seen what happened, how close the, the election was. And, uh, fortunately, Unfortunately, uh, fortunately for the Democrats, they got the ticket. Uh, unfortunately for the incumbent President Trump, uh, he lost, but still. But he said he didn't was. I, I saw a tweet that said, like, I, I won, won by yeah. a lot. <laughs> Trump is a crazy man. Yeah. People are really happy the elections are over. 
because the whole world market was like in a pause. Yeah, they were counting it for like four days. Yes, like and oil prices, businesses had to just pause. Right now, the winner of the election has decided a whole lot of business opportunities for some people. Mm. And some people it's a nightmare are, to it's others. A nightmare to others. So it has really affected a whole lot of people in different ways. Even in Africa, it it means a lot to the Nigerian government. It means a lot to other governments around the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can see in the way like people came out, like some governments came out and quickly congratulated, and some governments till today they haven't congratulated Biden. Yes, yeah, exactly. you know, like Russia, <laughs> yeah, and China, and China. Yeah, and China. You know, they haven't China, con- yes. because. Obviously, the history with US and they, yes. you know you, you've experienced dealing with a partner mm. over a while, so you know the pattern. So you know that this partner, I cannot rush mm. into any business with, with him. So I need to calm very down careful. and be careful. People were so, actually very surprised that China didn't um, didn't because of their obviously hate for Trump and everything. But, but, but I saw in the media they were like, we have to be very careful. You know, you don't know. We we don't. You don't know the piece of Trump. (laughs) (laughs) You don't the piece of Trump. What if there's a recount and he won? (laughs) I think a lot of people already know that. You know that would. You know, it's just impossible for that to happen. Even if there's a recount, even if they counted the votes, it will still be similar. You know, because it's not like. Not like there's, there's election know, 2000, fraud or 2000 yeah, yeah, yes, uh, yes, 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 yeah, yeah. There's like forty something thousand, exactly. And you thousand. know, you know, in the the the, the mail-in ballots that he's his uh, ballots that you know Trump is very angry about and he's saying is a fraud. There's no way to actually differentiate them from the actual ballot. So the only way to actually do it is to do re-election. <laughs> Which and is that will never happen. That will never, never, never happen. That will never happen. But US is a very interesting place. Yeah, uh, I think, you know, I've been following, place. sometimes even suffering, like, from not sleeping because I'll just wake up and be checking what's going on. Yeah, because uh, I actually, especially. I, yeah, I studied politics, so I find it very, very interesting. Yeah. That's why I just kept on following because of, I just see, you know, everything. Yeah, happening, happening and yeah. I'm just like oh I know what that is I know what that is yeah. and I just found it very interesting yeah. you know following the whole election me, me, I, I love the build up to the election especially the campaigns the Democrats campaigns yeah. you know where you see the former president Obama campaigning um, I think there's this other woman that got a lot of votes for Biden. Stacey Abraham. Yeah. In Georgia. You understand? Like, people really went out. And, you know, that's that's the beauty of democracy. Mm. Even when we start talking about Nigeria and all of that. People believed in their vote. And they went out to do... The job of campaigning didn't start mm. a year to election. Yeah. They started like four, year, like, like they were yeah, doing community. I, I I I read about this, Stacy, right? She started community work. Yeah. You know, when you are really working in communities, you are that's actually the grassroots. that's the yeah. grassroots. So yeah. I think Nigeria is also getting gradually, gradually slowly, to, to identify the grassroots as the real stakeholders mm. in mm. the political um, arena. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I find the US elections really interesting and um, I'm really looking forward to see how it all unfolds, the handing over and the Trump tantrums and all that. You know, it's a very, very interesting watch for the neutrals like us. You're anyway, neutral? Yeah, I'm somewhat neutral. Mm, if you want to ask my opinion, <laughs> if you want to ask my opinion, I, I, I have a lot of opinions on it, but I don't think I should... Um, splatter my opinions all over this podcast. It's just yeah. something that's an, you know, that is such an interesting watch, and there's so much that one could learn, you know, from it, yeah. and how do and how the world works, you know, like how world politics is and all that. And this is definitely a story for the kids and the grandkids later in life. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. <laughs> when the US president lost and decided not to hand over, I was there. <laughs> it definitely will. I, I think, you know, all of that is just in the talk. Yeah. Um, you know, just to add to what Mr. Wenger said earlier, we really have something to learn from this election as Nigerians and as youth. Yeah. You know, I was actually completely randomly, like it wasn't planned or anything, um, been interviewed by um, this radio station Kulafem yesterday 
and they asked me, what do you think Nigerian youth can learn from this U.S. election? And my answer was simple, you know. We saw how the youth came out in droves to vote for Biden. You know, Biden got the highest vote ever in a U.S. election. Mm -hmm. And that was because people came out to vote. You know, if you just keep complaining or you keep protesting or you keep, you know, you, you will never actually make any effective change. Mm-hmm. You know, you, yeah. that's not how to get your voice heard. The only way to get your voice heard in a democracy is to go out and vote the right people, the yeah. people that you want, and then you have better leaders. Or yes, you know, yes. Uh, but you know, if you just want to come out and protest, especially you know, in, in times like SARS, do whatever. Venting your anger. anger it wouldn't really change much. Maybe you know. Yes, yes. You know, it has a little impact. No, no. I, I think. I, I think at at some point, I think the protest was hijacked. But either way, from my opinion, I feel um, at some point we need to look at how to be strategic in you know bringing in responsible people into government. Now, when I mean responsible people, I mean people that you can hold accountable. You understand? Mm. And I, I will say this uh, as I round up. Do you know that we actually, in elections, you see people tweeting, like, vote for this, vote for this, vote for this. Do you know people actually don't go to the rural areas to campaign in the local language. Omo, mm. politics is local. It's local normal. language. That is why you That's keep why seeing the, the same guys, they understand because the game. Understand so you see is. people that they don't like the government, how can this illiterate go Twitter. to where the illiterate, the illiterate don't Twitter have Twitter. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. The illiterate don't have presence. The large chunk of people that are going to vote, they don't speak English. Please, if you really want to capture a voting population, change from the English. Put on your three quarters. Maybe in the north, put on your. Put on your. In the north, put on your babariga. Go every day for the next three years. Yeah. And start convincing them one after the other. Start working, start working and serving people Even with that in the local like give them up show them what Nigeria can be and really show them from pictures what other African na- or what other nations Let developed nations something. have and say it in the local relate relate you don't even need to like we speak English too much people speak English too much and you don't even need to have like funding to do that what you can do is just find opportunities for these people there mm-hmm. are a lot of opportunities out there mm-hmm. they simply don't know how to access them exactly go to a community that you want to participate in set up shop there and all you do is help them access the community opportunities that they know maybe about. government is uh, the government's opportunities the international communities opportunities the NGO opportunities help them in some structural stuff you know as soon as that you know like you, you know that's how we can build a lot of people and I think that's what Unshackled community is about it's about yeah. definitely yeah. and I think you will be hearing more about the Unshackled community as we continue to make progress in you know um, the planning and we want everything to be you know smooth not perfect but like smooth before we start and we have to make sure that we have like quality people and you know etc yeah Definitely. You know, uh, just one last thing before we move on to the next phase of um, of this podcast. I was speaking, just regarding what you just said, I was speaking to one of um, the directors of a very big company here in Nigeria, which I don't want to mention because when I mention, you'll know, <laughs> uh, some people would know who it is. But he was saying he, you know, they, they, they were going through a lot of job applications and they just didn't, you know, not one northern person applied. And that really hurt him because he was a northerner. And he was saying he was going through hundreds of applications and he couldn't find, there wasn't one person. And, you know, you had to do a video kind of, a video kind of, you know, to, to show your personality and yeah. stuff like that. Part of the recruitment process is a very long and rigorous recruitment process. But then I asked him, you know, what, what was the actual problem? Why are we not applying? It's not like, you know, there's no competent people here or 
people that can apply for that is simply lack of exposure. Yeah. They don't know about the job post. They're not being advertised in the in those places. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, so then how would they know and then even come up and apply? Yeah. So they have to do something about that too. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And it's something that we should look you know definitely. To, you, you know to address in the community as we build it. You know. Definitely. Yeah. Anyway, so I think yeah. um, we should hmm. move on to the parts that I really want to hear a lot about from you in particular more. That yeah. is um gratitude. Yeah. So I know um, all of us have a lot of things that we're grateful about and that we can share a lot of gratitude. But with your experience in the last last oh, few four weeks, four weeks, you know, like it's something that um, I'm sure you have. Yeah. What can you say? The Unshackled Podcast. So in the past um, four weeks or so, I found myself uh, in the hospital bed once again after being... I was spending so many years, uh, after even forgetting what hospital was for a long time. Uh, hospital used to be my second home, so, you know, I was always there. But, you know, there was a period of my life where, you know, I was just, I was okay, uh, you know, thank God. Um, but then I found myself just all of a sudden, no warning, nothing, you know, just in the hospital with serious illness. And I was there for three weeks straight. And... You know, it gave me a lot of time to reflect. And that's why I even suggested this. <laughs> this Because it's something that I've just been thinking, thinking yeah. about, you know. And I've just been so thankful the whole time I was there. Mm. Because I saw people that were dying because of 2,000 Naira, you know, drug that they couldn't afford. Mm. You know, mm. there's so much like going on in, in the hospital that you just have to be thankful yeah, like sure. of your situation sure. you just can't want more when you're seeing like almost everyone is suffering and <laughs> they're in a worse position than you so it's, it's definitely been um, a reflection time uh, even though very very difficult I've been away from business for almost one month which is something that I've never done before <laughs> since this business yeah. I've, I've never done 24 hours without opening my laptop, laptop. <laughs> this time I've done three good wow. weeks Without opening my laptop, I remember there was a time when I started getting better. I told them to please bring my laptop. <laughs> they were like, just, "No, <laughs> get some rest." Yeah, like, yeah, out of your mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know the people that called me crazy when I was in the hospital bed is like, I, I started feeling somehow because everyone kept on, even people that don't really know me much, they kept on saying, "Man, this illness is because you're working too hard." That's well, that's what causes. I'm like. It doesn't make any logical sense. That pissed me. Like a lot of people were saying, you know, you need to stop working. You need to stop working hard because, you, you know, you stop, see, this is. You I'm need like, to stop I'm working like the, hard. I'm, I'm like, look at look at what the situation. I had pneumonia and I had malaria. Yeah. You know what evidence science science <laughs> 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 that work links <laughs> with with working hard, but you know, like some of them, you just have to be respectful and yeah, nod your head. You just like, keep quiet. I and then like, yeah. <laughs> okay, them belly is going in from into this air and it's going out from the other. Serious. I hope they listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope they yeah. do. Well, they know themselves. There's a lot of them. So, a lot of times we don't really know what we have until we don't mm. have it. Firstly, yeah. health. health. You know, you have to appreciate your health. I I value my health a lot more now. You know, I'm a, I'm the like last person that shouldn't appreciate my health because of my past history. you forget. <laughs> we're humans. We forget. Yes. And then you know until. You don't have health anymore. Then you remember like, wow, this is priority. This is priority. And even when they... Without it, the whole world stops. No, no, without it, like, (laughs) nothing happens. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. And and so that's number one thing that I'm really, really grateful for. And of course, the family. You see some people in the hospital without family. Wow. You know, and they're just struggling themselves. Yeah. That really broke my heart. Mm. And then, of Mm. course... Been able to afford the husband, you know. I, I wasn't 
expecting the like national hospital to be so expensive. Yeah. I mean, you know, like public hospital. Public hospital. To be so expensive yeah. as it is now. A lot of people die before they even reach the hospital. Wow. And a lot of people die in the hospital because they can't afford to afford the treatment. Yes. And that really broke my heart. And I'm so just, you know, grateful. Mm-hmm. And I'm just seeing how I can now use what I have to, to, to help those that, you know, the little yeah. way that I can yes. anyway. Yes. And then, you know, small things that I took for granted before, you know, like just running water. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, you come, you wake up in the morning, I just turn water, yeah. there's cold water, you turn on the tap, you have a shower, you close it, you know, that is great blessing. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's that that's the reason, you know, even when we just take everything for granted, oh, yeah, we are up. Like, you can carry your hands and, like, you feel you have the whole world in your hands and, you know, there is someone there struggling for his life. And you know, or just all yeah. on 2,000 Naira. Oh, it's crazy. And, you know, sometimes we look at the people above us and we, we get depressed. We're like, oh, we, we, I, I wish... You know, uh, you don't look at the people below people below you. Below you. Yeah, exactly. We just complain. We just complain about very little things that mean nothing. Nothing. Like you don't even know that you are worth a billion dollars with your health. With your health. Imagine like when um, Steve Jobs. You know, he had the, he was the richest person in the world. Yeah. But he didn't. He wasn't healthy. Yeah. So a lot of people that didn't have one penny were a lot richer than him. Yeah. They can do a lot more. More, yeah. You know than he he could ever do, and he had the freedom. It has really made me reflect on my priorities, right. and you know having at least work-life balance. Because although a lot of people were saying it, you know I've realized that it's something that I, I need to have a balance mm. in because I don't really think I currently have much balance within my work and you know yeah. home life because it's just I'm too focused on yeah <laughs> I, th- I, I, I think um, it's just a, a call to always pay attention to things that matter mm. first like um, someone said uh, the vehicle that carries the dream has to consistently be attended to your vehicle is your body yeah you understand it's your health with, without your health you, the vision is dead Definitely, you understand? Yeah. So, so like, we need to pay more attention. As much as you work hard, you also need to make priority to your health, mm. to give gratitude. And part of the health is gratitude as well. Like, and it's not just physical health, mental health. Mental, mental health. everything. You know, health is spiritual. You know, your family. Yes. yes. They, 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 you understand? Your... Imagine you are coming from a loving family. Mm. You are in the hospital. You have loving people surrounding you. You, you you are talking about someone in the hospital that has nobody. nobody. You understand? You are coming from a family that can afford. So sometimes you just like take everything for granted and mm. bullshit everything. I'm not even exactly. calling them. I'm not even doing this. Exactly. And I, like you, your 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 mom, someone's mom will say, "Oh, you died, washed uh, you up. <laughs> now you are doing like yeah, this." You yeah, understand? Yeah. So, but. I think we need moments to reflect. We don't need to be forced to have those reflections. I think we we need to take time out, out, slow down, shut every... The laptop that you were forced to shut down, Mm. actually, intentionally, just shut it down. Once in a while. Once in a while, and go and reflect, like, what? why am I really doing this? Mm. What do I need? Like, is it money that is priority... Am I doing it for impact? You know, mm. reflection time actually it now really, brings you, know, you back the truth in the you. Truth in you, you know, that like, is it about the I, money I, or do you really just, want to make all the bullshit? The bullshit, you yeah. You know, and it makes you realize I'm not. You know, I'm not actually doing this for for for. You know, it, why I'm doing this doesn't actually align with my values. values so yeah. why am I actually doing wasting it? time on 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 something and that doesn't really things, matter? Yeah. So there's a couple of things like, um, we'll just round it off, but there's a couple of things I've put in place now to kind of tackle this. I remember when the team, Raven and Makawa team went to visit me, Mm -hmm. my sister was like, if he's in office after six, just be telling him to go. (laughs) And I almost promised my sister because I was like, why would you be telling them to go? They they can't. (laughs) 
you know, like, yeah. but anyways, I've realized I need to be closing a bit earlier yeah. from the office and be taking more time, you know, at home to be resting and resting. And then in the just morning, relaxed, just relaxing, you know, and clearing your brain mm-hmm. and reflecting. I've also started a journal, you know, just like, <laughs> right. right? I know it sounds, <laughs> it sounds moist. <laughs> it does hurt it, but it definitely, sense, like, it helps like, me, like, bring out like, everything, yeah. you know, in you, brain, yeah. you know, to just, even if it's bullet points, you know, and it really makes you think about the things you're doing, not just mm. doing things unconsciously. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, in the morning, uh, I'm gonna start cycling. I haven't started yet, but it's one of the things that I want to do to keep healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Very soon. I, I bought a bike to, to be doing it, but it got stolen. Yeah, it got stolen, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, we, we, we all need to keep healthy. We need to, um, work more on our mental health. We need to work more on ourselves. We need to like, not for only us, for, for, for other people that Definitely. care for us. Mm. And and I think it's also good to be able to have that health to be able to carry out what we want to do. Impact you can't have impact when you are not healthy. Definitely. You yeah, yeah. You need to learn to know when to stop. When to stop. Exactly. Yes. exactly. When my, to stop. My, my my wife tells me that a lot, and I agree with. And that. I think is is the entrepreneur's disease because yes, I, I think a lot of disease. people that are close to entrepreneurs make this complaint. You know. They just don't know that too. Like you're harsh on yourself. That's my biggest, that's my biggest. If, if I would say I have a problem with my family, but my parents and, you know, my wife and this thing, that will be it. Like, I just keep working non-stop yeah. and I don't have time for... And you don't really see it as nothing. Because for me, I have a goal. You, have you understand? It's, it's, like, obs- it's, it's like obsession. It's obsession. I, like like my, my sister, yeah, my sister would just call me like... She can see me, she can see my eyes, I'm not resting. What time did I get back home? Yeah. And I start recalling like, okay, I got back home now. Then I, I, I tell her, okay, I woke up, I wake up every 3 a.m. and all of that. She will shout like, that is not up to six hours. That's not up to eight hours. And I'm, I'm like, whoa. Why will you sleep eight hours? <laughs> like, how will I get all these things done? done? If I sleep, if I, that, will I be here if I was sleeping eight hours? <laughs> like, are you guys yeah, want me I, to be? I can never imagine sleeping eight <laughs> hours. Seriously, like, you know, even in the hospital, my body automatically just wakes up in the morning, like, and I can't go back to. You know, but it was gradually that I started, you know, being able to go yeah, back to sleep yeah, but, after. But then, as soon as I got back home, like the first day I got home from the hospital, my body, as you know, when I woke up for for Fajr, I just couldn't go back. I was trying to go back because I wasn't yeah. going to work. But my body is just mm. used right. to not, <laughs> not yeah. going back not, to sleep. Yeah, you, you know, I discovered something about resting and sleeping, and I discovered okay, I can't uh, every time. I, of course, I can't walk these long periods every now and then. So I've already chosen some times where the whole night I sleep early and sleep like eight, nine, ten hours. Mm. Even when I wake up, I just decide that that overnight I'm not going to do that particular day. And I feel so refreshed. Even if it's once a week you do. Yeah. It gives you like a full stop. Full stop. Then a restart button. So, and I feel so productive the rest of the week that is like, I went back to the beginning, the the, the starting point, and with that energy, I start running again. So, you have to discover what can work for you. Definitely. For me, sleeping, like, I don't think that I can ever sleep those long hours, but. Like on Sundays, for example, yeah. my lazy day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, lazy, I don't yeah, do just anything. anything. Yeah. Just freeing your mind from just not doing anything. That alone, the yeah. freedom to do that. Yeah, there's yeah. something yeah. else. Yeah. I don't really you know? So yeah, like then I then play with my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> then guys, I think we were, I think yeah. those Sundays too and sometimes just um, leisure holidays. Holidays yeah. might be in the village. We holidays. need to go on a holiday, guys. Like, just yeah, so start be in the village. Yeah. It's, 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 you don't need to try. <laughs> yeah, let's it's plan, like, let's plan a retreat. Maybe, yeah. maybe a, you know, even if it's a 48 hours, yeah. get away. Get away. Holiday, get away. Yeah. yeah. You know, like... Just uh, no serious away. stuff. Just yes. discussion. But I have a, this thing. I shall call you sponsor it. <laughs> <laughs> 
We'll get there. Yeah, okay. We'll get there. I think we need to round up this podcast. Yeah, um, yeah. it's and been so good to be but, back. Um, you guys have seen that we just have a lot to talk about because we've not been here for a while. Yeah. And then um, we're so happy to be back. And um, please leave us a lot of feedback. There's so much more to come, and I'm really, really looking forward. I know we didn't talk about Raven and Macau today. We didn't talk about Steam. Steam but forget, it's all about gratitude. So today, mm. we're keeping business aside. We're just so, you know, we just want to be grateful for, yeah. for our health, for whatever is happening today in the world and what is not happening. So for me, I'm really grateful to you guys. I'm really grateful to my family, to my health, to my God, most especially. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm, I'm here grateful to God. God um, is number one. Yeah. God is number one. I'm grateful to God. I'm grateful for my family coming from a family that, you know, even if you don't call, they call you yeah. to find out how, how well, how, how, how I always keep want the best for yes, you. Yes. Always wanting the best for you. So I can't thank them enough. I can't thank friends. You know, we also take ourselves for granted a lot. Uh, I like, I oh, realize big that. head, big head. This yeah. is, but you don't actually know what fun you catch. Hanging around each other, yeah. you only sometimes you only see the flaws of what that person is not doing, not knowing that you can't. You, you're having that same. It's fun yeah, all yeah. the way. So it's I, an experience. It's an experience. So I, I think I I I, I would um, from from your experience, I'm going to take life more easy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't need to take everything. You don't want to shut down. Yeah. You don't want to shut down when you, you've been called to, yeah. to close like a 200 <laughs> and you just fall Yeah, Yes, yes. And yes. you just have to. We actually yeah. had a very important ma- meeting, you know, the, the, the night before. Nobody talked. Nobody remembers that. <laughs> we had a very important it, meeting it became with very important, important people. But it just it became no, it unimportant. Was, it was unimportant <laughs> when I felt. So who told you you can't shut down your exactly. your life? No, no one's promised anything. Anything, so yeah. So just make the best use of what mm. you have. Seriously. So it's been a, a good podcast. I'm so excited that we're back. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast, and see you next time. Yeah. Peace. Peace. The Unshackled Podcast. You can listen to previous episodes on www.unshackledpodcast.com and also follow us on social media at Unshackled Podcast. Follow Ahmed on at underscore Ahmed Idris. That is A-H-M-A-D-I-D-R-I-S. And follow Benga on at Latin War Olubenga. And of course, you can follow me at Hassan underscore Untaten. And see you next time.